Good evening, everyone. Um, my name is Marsha, and I would like to, um, you know, go into prayer before I give the word of encouragement. Uh, Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to speak your word, um, speak a word of encouragement to be used um, as a vessel of yours, Lord. I don't belong to me. I belong to you, God. So if I be your servant, uh, speak through me, God. If I be your voice, use my voice as an instrument to speak the word of God, speak the word of truth, and not withheld anything uh, that would get in the way of, of, of me. But I, I want to speak your word, whether it's uncomfortable or not, Lord. But speak through me, God, and have your way, Lord. Even the things that I didn't even write down, if I had to flow a different way, then do so. Use me for your glory alone, God. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. I say, amen. Amen. Uh, so, good evening. Um, my, my title is Conviction and Character. Deal with the stuff. And um, all throughout the week, I, I try to figure out, you know, how I was going to go deliver this message tonight. You know, I even try to avoid speaking tonight. Um, I try to, like, you know, come up with excuses where, you know, I had a case of, you know, I don't want to talk. But, I, I mean, you know, this, you know, early this morning, you know, while I was in bed, I heard the Lord, you know, say, get up, prepare yourself for tonight's message. So I got up wondering what I was going to say. You know, I had written some things down, you know, so far in my notes. I wanted to, you know, just finalize what I was going to say tonight. And it was completely different from what he told me this morning. And, you know, so I wanted to do, you know, make it a nice piece, uh, peachy message, you know, with a bow on top, you know, like make it look nice and peachy, like a nice drawing. But, uh, you know, God was like, uh-uh, uh-uh, like, you know, like you ain't going to be fake or phony with my people. You know, you're speaking to my people. So, you know, what I heard God say was deal with your stuff. Stop running from your problems, the mess. Stop acting like it is all good you know, being in your mess. And, um, you know, it was it was just like, wow, it was profound. So um, I didn't really want to deal with it, you know. In, in fact, I didn't want to deal with anything at all, you know. I just wanted to um, deal with the good stuff, you know, just give me the good stuff, you know. I don't, and not show the bad, you know. But God, he, he wants to deal with the good, the bad, and the ugly, even if it doesn't look good. And, um, you know, I had so much that I was dealing with, and that I am dealing with. 
I should say. And, um, you know, going back to the stuff, you know, I know you guys are wondering what the stuff is, you know, um, but it was just like so much pain and, and, and anger and, and hurt, you know, that I, I, I coddled up, you know, and even more stuff that came in, you know, like I had new common stuff, you know. Um, I mean, recently, like four months ago, yeah, four months ago, about four months ago, I had, you know, voluntarily repo my car. You know, I, I had a car, I had a luxurious car, and it's pretty nice, you know, but God told me to give it up. And, you know, I recently got something in the mail um, stating that I owe $20,000 for that vehicle that I no longer have possession over. And, I, I, you know, that discouraged me. You know, I I looked at this thing as like, wow, like, you know, how am I going to face it? How am I going to deal with this, God? You know, um, and then I, I didn't. I don't want to deal with that. I I I, did, I just told I don't want to deal with that. Like you telling me to deal with this, you know? You told me to face this, you know, this stuff, you know, and the individuals that 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 hurt me, you know. I I don't want to deal with it, God. So you know, there was some things that that God recently told me to get rid of. You know, early in January, um, I I was given some stuff by an individual that hurt me, and um, God had told me to get rid of it, and I, I I got rid of most of the stuff, but I didn't get rid of everything entirely, you know, and we know that partial obedience is it's the same as disobedience. Delayed obedience is the same as disobedience. So I, I didn't listen, you know, and and God was showing me that these hurt these these pains are, are reattaching because you still have possession of that stuff. So he, he told me to get rid of that mess. Get rid of that stuff. You know that you're laying on, literally you're laying down on your mess, you know, and, and um, I, I just didn't listen, you know, um, but but God wanted me to deal with it now, and and I was just hoping these problems would, would fix themselves, you know. I, I was just hoping the situation would get better on its own, you know, without me doing anything, without me speaking to God constantly, you know, getting counseling from God to, to show me how to help me, you know, to, 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 to face this stuff. Like, I didn't take heed of the instruction. So I, I, I let it pile up. In fact, I, I avoided it. Um, I went, I did different things to avoid it, you know, for example, I just went up to like social media. Um, I I watched TV. Um, I did everything but face my situation, face my problems, 
You know, I even spoke to my mother about my problems, and then she speak to me about her problems, and, and and that wasn't the wisest thing. No, 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 it wasn't the wisest thing at all because my, you know, my mother had those same problems, and and it was becoming infectious. You know, it was coming like, okay, we both had infection and we were spreading it to each other. You know, God was showing me that. Like, like, no, come to me about it. Speak to me about it. You know, you know, my minus my, my mother didn't have financial problems, but I did. But she she had the same hurt. We experienced the same hurt. You know. And what I was doing is just just spreading the infection. Spreading it in. And, and 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 just not, you know, being aware of what I was doing, you know. And, and, and if God is, is your problem solver, then you should go to him about your problems, like, you know. But I didn't do that, you know. Instead, you know, I just just fed into my problems. I just. I didn't do anything. So so this Sunday, um, you know, I I faced it. I I looked at my problems and um and I just let God be God, you know. And I had to go through um looking for those stuff, those things that I held the hurt and the pain, and I took it. I picked those stuff up and I threw it. I threw those things in the garbage. Now, now, one there is one, one item that um I do have to look for. Um, I'm just gonna ask God, to, you know, the Holy Spirit to show me where that one thing is, you know. But I I, I took it. I took it. I took the responsibility to be free, and I took those stuff, and I got rid of it. I got rid of the stuff. I dealt with the stuff. And God was showing me that with what you're dealing with with the in the natural, you're dealing with in the supernatural. You're hardening those stuff. You're holding those things in. So let go, let go, let go, and faith. Face the problems, you know. And what I was experiencing before, I I, I didn't want to face it. You know, I wanted to take the nearest exit off. I, I didn't want to stay down. You know, I didn't I didn't want to deal with it. You know, and if Jesus faced the persecution and and the betrayal and the false accusations, you know. And he endured it. Then I can, you know, I can do all these things, you know. So I faced my problems, and then and then I went through a deliverance on Sunday, and I um I didn't even want to, you know, deal with um these issues, I know there was something in me that needed to be free, that needed I needed to let go. So not a, what I was doing before, 
I didn't want anybody to know because I was ashamed. I didn't want to speak about it tonight because it was a I feel like it was a private matter. And I didn't want it to I didn't want it to be in a view of a public eye. No, no. I didn't want it. It was my issue and I did not want people to judge me. And this is what I was concerned about. But if I be God's servant and if I if my message well his message, you know, be delivered tonight to set somebody free, then I'll be you, and I'll let go. So, you know, I was afraid about people talking, you know, streets is talking, you know, my garbage, my stuff being out there, you know. So um, the scripture I, I want to bring forth tonight is – coming from the book the book of um second Samuel uh verses twenty four one through seventeen. Um that is the NLT version. And I'll give you um a bit history about, you know, David. Um David was a psalmist. He was the king of Israel. He was mighty, you know he was a god after the uh he was a man after excuse me a man after god's heart and um but he had flaws you know he had stuff he did have stuff but he dealt with his stuff you know um he he murdered someone uh he was an adulterer he was lustful but God still loved him. God gave him. He had great mercy, and he loved God. Um, he was a worshiper. Um, and I'm going to go to the book of Second uh, Samuel, verses 24, 1 through 17. And as the NLT version, and it reads, Um, David takes a census. Once again, the anger of the Lord burned against Israel, and he caused David to harm them by taking census. Go and count the people of Israel and Judah, the Lord told him. So the king said to Joab and the commanders of, of the army, take a census of all the tribes of Israel from Dan in the north of Bathsheba in the south, so I may know how many people they are. But Joab replied to the king, may the Lord your God let you live to see a hundred times as many people as they are now. But my Lord, the king, do you want to do this? But the king insisted that they take census. So Joab and the commanders of the army went out to count the people of Israel. First, they crossed the Jordan and Camp Ora, south of the town in the valley in the direction of Gad. Then they went to Jezza, 
the Gilead, Ben Gilead in the land of Hatim, Hodshai, and then Danjad, and around Sisodin. Then they came to the fortress of Tyra and all the towns of the Hevitites and the Canaanites. Finally, they went south to Judah as far as Bathsheba. Having gone through the entire land for nine months and 20 days, they returned to Jerusalem. And Joab reported number of people to the king, and there were 8,000 capable warriors in Israel who had handled a sword and 500,000 in Judah. Judgment for David's sins. But after he taken the census and David's conscience began to bother him, and he said to the Lord, I have sinned greatly, but taking this census, please forgive my guilt, Lord, for doing this foolish thing. The next morning, the word of the Lord came to the prophet Gad, who was David's fear. This was the message. Go and say to David, this is what the Lord says. I will give you three choices. Choose one, these punishments, and I will inflict it on you. So God came to David and asked him, will you choose three years of famine throughout the land, three months of fleeing from your enemies, or three days of severe plague throughout your land? Think this over and decide what answer I should give the Lord who sent me. And I am desperate situation. I am in a desperate situation, David replied to Gad. But let us fall into the hands of the Lord, for his mercy is great. So let me fall into the hands of into human hands, so the Lord sent a plague upon Israel. And that morning, it lasted for three days. A total of 70,000 people died throughout the nation from Dan in the north of Bathsheba in the south. But as the angel was preparing to destroy Jerusalem, the Lord relented and said to the deaf angel, Stop. That's enough. In the moment, the angel of the Lord was by the threshing sorry, floor of Ernod, the Jubasite. When David saw the angel, he said to the Lord, I am the one who has sinned and done wrong, but these people are innocent as sheep. What they have what they done. What they, what have they done? Let your anger fall against me and my family. Amen. May the blessing be the word of the Lord. So, you know, taking censors uh, was, you know, considered sin, you know, because um, the censors were, like, uh, David didn't trust. He had faith on his own. He had pride, pretty much. He didn't. 
he didn't rely on faith that regardless of the amount of army, God's army, regardless of the men that he had in the army, um, he would defeat it because it was the army of the Lord. And he, he trusted in um, the amount of, you know, people that he had instead of, you know, trusting in the Lord. And it was a prideful thing, you know, because it was said, you know, every man will be for himself. Um, but uh, God, you know, he, he sinned before God. He didn't put his full trust in God. So therefore, you know, um, Joe had even, you know, told him before taking the census, you sure you want to do this pretty much? Are you sure, you know, because um, he, he knew that was a bad thing. He knew, you know. Um, so afterwards, you know, Gad, it, it, like, notice how it took, like, nine months, you know, it, it, it took nine months and 20 days to, to take the censor. You know, he, David could have stopped all of that. You know, it took him that long, you know, to have that, you know, take the count of the censor, you know, but he still proceeded and he knew um, pretty much it was wrong. You know, so um, so Gad, his fear, came to him and told him, you know, the consequences of what he did. He was chastised by God, you know. It was not because God hated him or anything, like, but he loved him. He, he wanted to get to that stuff, that issue that he was dealing with. You know, he was a great man of God, but yet he did stuff. He had stuff. So uh, pretty much, you know, he chose, you know, the option of the plague. And um, as he chose that option, he's, you know, God stopped, you know, because David noticed, you know, that it was wrong, you know, because David noticed that he was wrong. You know, he was wrong. He was the one that made that mistake. He took accountability um, for his actions, and he said, let, the, let it fall on me. Um, let it be on to me and my family because these people are innocent. They have done nothing. Um, and in and verse 17, so uh, being that, you know, said like just, you know, it, it inspired me to take hold and face my situation and, and face and deal with the issue that I'm, you know, that's all around me. It might be all around me right now, but God is bigger, you know. Um, it might be great, but God is greater than my stuff, you know. Let go of that pain. Let go of that frustration. Um, if, if God be your God, God is God, you know. He has, he knows what you're going through. He knows your stuff. He knows the pain. He knows um those things that might be hindering you, 
So it is the greatest thing to release it before God. Um, I have some other scriptures uh, that I want to also provide and it is Isaiah 41 uh, verse 10 the NLT version and it reads this Twenty-one ten. Don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will straighten you, strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious hand. Then... I was, um going down to verse thirteen for i hold for I hold you by your right hand, I the Lord your God, and I say to you, don't be afraid, I am here to help you and the next verse. coming from the book of Psalms. Verse 50, I'm sorry, book of Psalms, chapter 50, verse 15. And I have the NLT version. And it reads, then call on me when you are in trouble, and I will rescue you. And give, I'm sorry, then call on me when you are in trouble, and I will rescue you, and you will give me glory. And the next. The next verse, the next um, scripture I have is uh, Philippians 1 and 6, and that is also the NLT version, and it reads this. And I am certain that God who began the good work within you will continue his work until it is a final finish on the day when Christ Jesus returns. And the last 
scripture I have. Is is Jeremiah six? I I love this scripture a lot. Jeremiah six fourteen through sixteen. And also the NLT version. And it reads, they, they offer superficial treatments for my people, mortal wounds. They give assurance of peace when there is no peace. Or they're ashamed of their disgusting, disgusting action. Not all they, they, they don't even know how to blush. Therefore, they will lie among the slaughter, and they will uh, brought down when I punish them, says the Lord. Um, sorry, I think I had the NIV written down before. I think I had the NIV Yeah, I had the NIV. Sorry, I had the NIV. Um, they dressed the wound of my people as though it were not serious. Peace, peace, say when there is no peace. Are they ashamed of their detestable conduct? No, they have no shame at all. They don't even know how to blush. So they will fall among the fallen. They will brought down when I punish them, says the Lord. I choose from 6 to 14. 6 to 15, sorry. Um, in conclusion, um, you know, I want to just encourage you to just um, don't be afraid, you know, to face your stuff. Don't hide from your stuff. Don't tuck it in like it's a cloak, like it was a shirt, like it's a shirt. You know, don't close it. Um, don't, you know, try to masquerade it. You know, just face it. Face your your stuff, you know, whatever that stuff is, you know, because we all have stuff that we are dealing with, you know, it may not be the same as, um, you know, what I'm facing, what anyone else is facing, but we all have stuff that, you know, we may have to face and to tackle it and the, to get to the core of it and get to the root of those things and not bottle it up and not cradle it, you know, because when you let it pile up, you know, it can get out of hand. But, it's, I mean, God could definitely fix it. God could definitely come through um, dealing with your stuff, you know. It, if it concerns 
you know, God, then it, it, it should concern you. You know, if if God brought it to the light, um, then it's a, you know, then it's something that we have to, you know, face and not cut off, you know, and not avoid. So if I could encourage you all just to face your stuff and don't be ashamed and even if, you know, people see it, it it's okay, you know, um, that that was my issue. I didn't want anybody to see my stuff. I didn't even want to talk about it, but it was there, you know, and the problem is not going to resolve itself when, by not just talking about it, by just not just avoiding it. You You have to face it. You can't run from it, you know, and you can't definitely hide from it. So, I mean, I hope you were encouraged um, I hope you got something out of it. I hope it spoke to you. this word of encouragement spoke to you. Um, I hope I made this message pretty clear. You know, I just wanted to, you know, let you know it, it is okay. Um, but it's not okay. What is not okay is to not face it. You know, it's okay to to have that stuff, but in the knowledge that you have the stuff, you know, whatever that stuff is, but it is not okay to leave it as it is. Um, so thank you, and that is the word of encouragement that God has given me. Amen. <laughs>